Welcome back to The Maven Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today, we have Scott, the entrepreneur and podcast host. Thank you, Scott, for getting into the show. Rohit, it's so exciting to be here. I mean, look at all the trouble you went to to make it a nice background, and 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 you have such a special podcast, great information. It, it's just exciting. Yeah, it is exciting, and having a person like you is always, always running a comedy club, it's so much exciting for me as well. Oh, I was I was so uh, lucky, Rohit. I got a chance to open my comedy club long uh -huh. before you were born in 1980. Yeah. And I had people like Bob Saget, Robin Williams, Gary Shandling, uh, Ray Romano. They all worked for me. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Pretty cool. So, yeah. Would you just like to give a quick intro about yourself, like how you got started with everything, including entrepreneurship, you know? Well, sure. Why not? I um, started my first company when I was 17 years old. It was a small construction company. Uh, mm -hmm. After a few years, I sold that and I opened up a portable disco. We were playing music for weddings and in schools. Uh, and then when I was 24 years old, I opened up Laughs Unlimited, which became a chain of three comedy clubs in Northern California. Uh, while owning the comedy clubs, I was pretty successful in the 80s. So I took that money and I opened up a jazz club, a couple restaurants, a couple art galleries. And get this, Rohit, I even had a submarine. Mm. That's right. I had a submarine in Monterey, California. Oh, I almost forgot. And I bought a beach shack in Hawaii so I could go to Hawaii tax-free. That's pretty cool. <laughs> submarine. Yeah, I tried to do a lot of different things. Um, in 2001, after 21 years, I sold my comedy clubs and I opened a travel agency. And then after that, I had a small insurance brokerage. I tried to do a lot of different things. Always ends up about sales and customer service. But um, I'm a serial entrepreneur and I'm always looking for that next adventure. No, that's pretty cool. You know, like having a fun all the time. Yeah, you have to have fun. The comedy clubs were probably the most fun because I got to work with, uh, like I said, some pretty famous people, uh, Paula Poundstone, Dana Carvey. Uh, in fact, Tom Hanks, the movie actor, was actually on my stage once. Hmm. That's cool. Awesome. So you've been an entrepreneur, you've been a serial entrepreneur. So like, Tell me, like, uh, if someone wants to start a business, like, what challenges of opening and running a business will be and can be, you know? Well, I'm glad you asked because I actually have an online course to help people start a business. But the answer to the question is you just have to have a passion for what you want to do. Mm -hmm. be prepared and kind of plan out, have a good business plan. And people say you have to have a lot of time and money, but I did most of my businesses with no money or little money. And, and I always was in a hurry. Um, it's more important to uh, have a plan, be really passionate, know you want to do it. And then here's the secret. You're ready for the secret. I am good. <laughs> the secret is everybody, there's somebody somewhere doing what you want to do. So go talk to them. They'll tell you all about the business. Why recreate the wheel, right? Mm. So when I wanted to open a comedy club, I went and talked to people that own comedy clubs and people that worked at comedy clubs. When I wanted to own a restaurant, I went and talked to people that owned restaurants and the staff and the chefs. 
even the customers, what do they like? What do they don't like? When I opened my construction company, I went to similar construction companies. Where do you get your paint? What do you charge? How do you get business? And mm. people love talking about themselves. So why not learn from people that are already doing it and then go out and do it your way? That's pretty cool. Awesome. So tell me like something. But about it's a you. secret. I'm not going to tell anyone for sure. <laughs> you know, awesome. So tell me like you were running a comedy club. How was your experience with the comedy club? Because I have never saw the experience into the comedy club from anyone. So this was pretty new for me as well. And for the audience, I guess. Well, when I opened, I didn't have any experience. I was on vacation in Los Angeles and I went by uh, Westwood, California, had a little satellite version of the Comedy Store, which is a famous, world famous club. And I just had such a good time. I was selling insurance at the time. And I, on the drive back, it's about a six hour drive from Sacramento to LA. On the drive back, I decided to quit my job, go bankrupt so I wouldn't have any debt and start you know, working on opening a business. So mm -hmm. I did that. When I got home, I quit my job and uh, I got rid of all my debts. And then I went back to comedy clubs, this time in Northern California, talked to people that were in the business, talked to the comics. And then I just, you know, finagled and wheeled and dealed my way. In fact, when I first opened Rohit, I didn't pay any lease. I got the room for free mm -hmm. to put my comedy shows in. And um, it was just a great way to start. My very first act to hit my stage, the opening act was Gary Shandling, who's gone on to fame and fortune as a movie star here in the U.S. Very, very uh, uh, talented guy. Uh, sadly, he passed away a few years ago, but uh, he was uh, a big name comic and he was my very first opening act. <laughs> and... How long have you been doing the comedy club? I think 10 years, right? And well, the, what's interesting is I opened my club in 1980, mm -hmm. but I ran it for 21 years and I sold it. When mm -hmm. I opened it, it was the 12th club in the entire U.S. Oh. Full-time comedy club. And now, 42 years later, it's still operating. I don't own it, but my club, Laughs Unlimited, is still open here in Sacramento, and now it's one of the oldest clubs in the country, and I'm very proud of that. And that's pretty cool. Awesome. So you yourself, as a serial entrepreneur, you know, so what would you recommend? Shall someone will be owning one specific business or owning a multiple businesses for the multiple stream of income? Well, it, it depends on your goal. You know, you and I were talking before we turned on the recording yeah. that um, you to start a business, as I mentioned, you want a good business plan. You want a passion for what you're going to do. Mm. But I'm a serial entrepreneur. Once I had success with the comedy club and I was making money, mm. instead of buying boats and motorcycles or toys, mm -hmm. I took that money and invested in other businesses Mm. So that like I opened a restaurant. So the comedy club was late night. The restaurant was during the day. So now I had <laughs> money coming in all the time. Yeah. And then I had a passion for um, animation art. So I opened up an art gallery just mm -hmm. so I could get art cheaper as a wholesaler for myself. <laughs> and that's so there's always a way to, yeah, there's always a way to, to get into something 
that benefits you depending on what you want. I didn't make a lot of money on the art gallery, but as a art gallery owner, I got access to work artwork and got better pricing than if I was a retail customer. Does that make sense? It is. Yeah, yeah I get it. So what do you just like to explain about the brick and mortar business as well? So you've been into that. And I think many of the people don't know about this. So how you would like to explain that? Well, right now, you, there's probably a thousand people on YouTube and, and on the internet saying, you know, we'll help you start an online business. Mm -hmm. And that may be the wave of the future. I'm old and I'm old school and I did brick and mortar businesses. So now my new uh, retired adventure is the brick and mortar mentors where I help young people that want to open a brick and mortar store. So whether it's a bookshop, a small restaurant, um, anything brick and mortar, I can help them uh, traverse the challenges to get open and hopefully succeed. But everybody needs to know that it's really difficult to succeed as a entrepreneur. I have failed many times. In fact, that submarine I bought, I lost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on, but <laughs> I still own the submarine. I did something fun, but it was a big failure as a business because the water in Monterey was too cold and we kept having a problem with algae bloom. And so we had to pay a scuba diver to clean the windows all the time and it didn't work. Uh, we lost money. We sold the submarine to the Wrigley gum family and it's now operating in Catalina, California in uh, SoCal. Awesome. 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 But awesome. The, yeah. the advice for brick and mortar people is it's different than an online business. Uh, oh, you know, something else, all these people on the advertising says it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's never easy. If you're going to be successful, be prepared for hard work, right? Like you. And be prepared for failures as well. Oh, you have to fail. If you don't fail, you're not learning, right? And the people get, that, and, yeah, and we will not succeed as well if you're not failing, you know? Right, right. I've failed many times. I've succeeded many times. But I think that my successes were easier and better because I had learned something mm -hmm. by failing. In other words, when you make mistakes, it's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. Just don't do it a second time. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes, right? So when I had businesses that were failures, I learned something. And then the next business I did was that much better. That's what I'm always thinking. And that's what I do too. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, you know, uh, as Emmett Stone once said, failures are the stepping stones to success. Mm -hmm. And it's important to put yourself out there. I think the difference between a normal person and an entrepreneur is that we're willing to take risk and bet on ourselves. In other words, I didn't always succeed and I didn't always know what I was doing, but I had faith in me. And that I would be willing to do the hard work that it took to try to make something be a success. And most of the time it worked. I mean, I uh, didn't always, but uh, most of the time. And and the other thing, and I, I'm going to add this for your listeners, mm -hmm. Rohit, it's important to have fun. Yeah. Right? You know, if you want a job sitting in a cubicle working for the county or the state, that's a different personality. Mm -hmm. If you want to own your own business and you're willing to take risk and work hard, 
just make sure it's something you have a passion about. Yeah. You know, don't open a bookstore if you don't know how to read. No, yeah. And, and you know, like risk and reward is something which is interrelated as well, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it, it's, uh, this is all great advice. And so I'll sell, send you a bill later. Okay. Uh, but the idea <laughs> is the brick and mortar mentors, which is my new company. We're here to help people that have an idea that they want to do something, but they're not sure of what the next step is. And a mm. lot of times that's what holds people up. They don't know what's next. Like I have an idea. I know yeah. where I want to put it. I think I can do the money but what's next? Mm -hmm. And so because I've been there and done that, I can help people know what that next step is, whether it's getting a license or a permit or the best location or when to open or making sure you have the finances set up. Um, it's really um, important that you have faith in yourself, but it never hurts to have a mentor or somebody that's done it. Business is easy. What do you think? Is business easy? No. <laughs> I said that. It's really hard. You have to really want it. You know, you can't dream about something. You have to go for it. Take the risk. Take that leap of faith in yourself, right? Awesome. You know, uh, it was Walt Disney that said, stop talking about it and start doing it. Yes. A lot of people have trouble getting off the, uh, uh, you know, getting going right tell me like a little one question you know like what's the difference between the corporate employee doing a job in an mnc with a great great salary you know starting a business what he will be or what the person will be struggling on you know like they what's the difference because there is a whole different perspective i think well, it is a big difference being the owner of something, the supervisor versus being an employee. Mm -hmm. I think the difference is that the owner, the creator of the business has to wear many hats, yes. right? So when you're an employee, you might be in marketing or you might be in sales or you might be in HR. Mm -hmm. When you own a business, you're all those departments and more right? You're responsible for everything. So when I opened up a comedy club, we had to sell food and sell drinks. So I was a bartender, bar owner. I was a restaurant owner. I was a nightclub owner, but I also had a hundred employees. So I had to be a HR manager. And mm -hmm. then I had to hire the comics, the entertainment. So I had to be a booker an entertainment manager. And then I had to manage the money for all these different departments so that yeah. I didn't go out of business. Then I had to buy alcohol, so I had to be a vendor and be able to buy wholesale, so I had to learn about wholesale, right? So there's all these little nuances. Well, the biggest one of all, I had to be my own advertiser and marketer, right? Mm -hmm. I had to decide where to invest my money to bring in the most business. So all these different jobs are what an entrepreneur does, whereas if you go and work for somebody else, you have one responsibility. When you're responsible for your own business, you have many responsibilities and only certain people can manage that and handle that. But if you are one of those people and you have the passion and you have the work ethic, you can make your dream come true. That's true. 
Any best advice do you have for anyone who is getting started with a business? What should they know before starting a business? Um, they have to have faith in themselves and it's good to have a solid business plan. You can get a template on any, you know, go to the Googler and put in business plan and it'll give you kind of a basic outline or get a hold of me at the uh, brick and mortar mentors and we'll provide a template, but you do need to kind of have a path, a plan, right? You, uh, uh, let's, let's make an example. Um, I want to, open a flower shop, right? So before you do that, go talk to people that own flower shops and then make sure you're going to be happy owning a flower shop and then talk to the wholesalers. Where am I going to get my flowers? Then you want to find the right location where you'd have some competition, but not too much competition. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have to figure out, well, how much you know, what, what can I afford to invest in a location and how dressy do I want to make it? You know, it's so funny, Rohit, that some people, if I wanted to open a flower store, I'd put in some sickle, uh, some simple bookshelves and just put flowers everywhere. Other people go all out and they have glass cases and chandeliers and all this fancy stuff. But you know what? None of that helps you sell, <laughs> right? You just need the flowers and the marketing to get those flowers out there. So there's all those different little nuances you want to think about. Uh, whatever the business you want to do is it, I'm, that might be too vague, but I, it really, uh, there's so many opportunities out there. Yes, it is. Awesome, Scott. So yeah, well, thank you so much for getting into the show, talking about the challenges, starting and running a business and about your story, obviously owning more than one business, you know? So yeah, thank you so much for being in. Well, it's been great being on your podcast, and I just want to inspire people that if you have a dream and you have a passion, don't be shy and quiet. You got to go for it. You know, you want to be the loudest guy in the room. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs>